Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. Again, it seems like every time we do a podcast now, it's like, man, it's been a while, because that's just life. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've been meaning to record with some people up here, but like every time there's a good conversation going, I don't want to be the one that's just like, hold on, let me get microphones. Yeah, and I've been so fucking busy, I haven't seen anybody that's here. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Mullet. Over the Skype airways is your other host, Rich Camelucci. What's up? What's up? So it's been a it's been a minute. It's been over a month, I believe, since we've recorded one of these damn things, um, which is about the NFL season starting. Yes, actually, it was during. So it's been five weeks. Yeah. Um, since we've recorded, so we're just gonna catch up with each other's lives, catch up on everything. Uh, hence the name of this podcast. We know normally we told you the, the name of these podcasts are gonna be. Uh, directly related to what they're going to be, so you know if you want to listen. Uh, well, tough titty on this one because this we're not talking about jambalaya despite Rich's best efforts. We're going to be talking about everything and anything on this podcast that we want to talk about. Yeah, instead uh, of, of listing like fifteen different things in the title, I just I I, I was I wasn't able to Google a clear answer on whether like jambalaya or gumbo's like the thing you just throw a bunch of shit in and cook it. Um, they're both delicious. And I know they both have a lot of shit in them. And I know I'm, I, I'm man, I'm going to go find some of that after this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, uh, well, let's just start right away. Let's, let's go backwards. Let's retrace our steps. Let's sure. Just, let's just retrace our steps. Um, so uh, our last podcast was about the NFL. And, uh, the NFL season is underway. It's five weeks in. Yeah. Um, it's been, all things considered, which I think just summarized 40 minutes of conversation. <laughs> um, it's been a decent season with some interesting stories going on. Well, uh, that's such a polite way to say that. <laughs> well, because I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. This sure makes what our unofficial pilot episode uh, topic was seem pretty petty. Yeah, but in the midst of all this, at least one of your linemen got arrested again and he got the shit beat out of him. Well, you know, whatever, man. <laughs> don't think of the, don't think with everything going on in the news I miss that. Whatever. We got Samson's tally back, right? It's true. Um and my favorite player on my favorite football team will never play down for them ever again. So that's fun. Um, Very true. He play he pleaded not guilty today, so he still thinks he did nothing wrong. After apparently there was a report that came out about him misusing uh funds in his charity uh from his charity. I didn't see that. <laughs> ah! And the hits keep coming. Yeah, they do. I think that Peyton Manning should be president just because <laughs> that like I wait. I, I'm I'm hopeful that in 10 years it's not like, oh, yeah, all those Papa John pizza chains he had total fronts for like cat abuse or something. Well, all right. One, he is. Like, also very much a genius in that, oh, I'm in Colorado when they're legalizing recreational use of marijuana. I already endorse Papa John's pizza. Pizza? <laughs> Let me buy the fuck out of them and yeah. make even more millions of dollars. Yeah. He's a genius. Also, yeah. if he is abusing cats, like, you know. Whatever. I don't know. People, the people that... The people in the cat lobby aren't, I don't think, as vehement as people in the dog lobby. 
<laughs> it's true. There and there's a lot more negative cat people than there are negative dog people. Well, yeah, like like, like yourself. Worst, the worst thing that would happen with uh, if 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 in this very specific hypothetical, Peyton Manning were to be caught in some sort of cat killing ring or cat fighting ring or something like that, he uh, the worst thing that would happen is just like an overload of like gifts on BuzzFeed or something. Right. Um, so yeah, so the football season has been, you know, it's been kind of uneventful despite, despite everything else going on. It's um, been very uneventful. Uh, if you're looking from a fantasy perspective, I want to say like what, eight of the top 10 drafted players are just complete busts almost. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? I Everyone's do that every hurt. year. Let me, let me quietly type. Um, <laughs> I want to see who like the top ten fantasy players are because I am very curious to see who they. I think I know who number one is. I know. Uh, who do you think number one is? Because I know one of the top players is Andrew Luck. I think. I think he's number one actually. Yeah. Which league should I use? Should I use which would be the best litmus of the four leagues that we are in together? Uh, probably the Araka League. I think there's really nothing. There's no. I don't think it's PPR or anything. No, nothing like that. That's probably the, the to, most base league. There right. Is. So players. All players filter. So the top ten from ten to one. Here we go. Two, four, six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. So number ten is Matthew Stafford. Number nine is Drew Brees. That doesn't feel like it's right. Oh, don't worry. This is gonna feel so weird. Number eight is Russell Wilson. That seems right after last night, especially. Hell yeah, he saved me. Oh, Tope, this is for us, baby. Um, number seven is Aaron Rodgers. Number six is Jay Cutler. That doesn't feel right either. Number five, the only running back in the top ten. Can you guess who it is? It's, it's, oh wait, I can get, is it Le'Veon Bell? No. No, is it, um, shit, who's? There hasn't been like a monster game yet this year either. It seems. No, there hasn't. So that's why looking at these numbers that surprises the shit out of me because I don't have this guy in any of my teams. Who the fuck is it? Oh, DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. Yes. 670 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, he's not not had a 100-yard game. I I wanted DeMarco Murray so bad on all of my teams. Yeah. And I was like trying to like wait because I know everyone else hates him because of his injuries. Yeah. And I was trying to wait and wait and wait. And every single time it didn't occur. Right. So, so he's yeah. number five. Uh, Peyton Manning's number four. Mm-hmm. Number three is Matt Ryan. Huh. Okay. Number two is Philip Rivers, <laughs> and sure. number one is Andrew Luck. Yeah. Sixteen hundred yep. yards, fourteen touchdowns, six picks, and he has two rushing touchdowns as well. Uh, number eleven is Eli Manning, who in this league is currently a free agent. Yeah, that's a fraud. Because yeah, you can't, it's Eli Manning. You can't trust it. Just like you can't trust Steve Smith Senior. Uh. And do do all uh, positions, but like butt quarterback. Oh yeah, I was just about to do that because uh, it is fucking even more hilarious. I can't. I don't think I can do it like that. I just have to we'll go do like running backs, yeah. wide receivers, because tight ends. Oh, okay. Are, uh, Jimmy Graham is pissing everyone off. Right. All right. Um, so running back. Um. Well, first let me go back before I I filter this. So after um after. Uh, DeMarco Murray, the next highest player, isn't even a ne- the next running back. It's a wide receiver. <laughs> Actually, Jeez. it's two wide receivers. Jeez. Antonio Brown is the number one yeah. wide receiver, and then Jordy Nelson. 
Yeah. And then it's still a bunch of quarterbacks. Like Kirk Cousins has more. Oh my God, this is horrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, dude, that's the thing about quarterbacks. It's like, if you either, you either get, like, you know, apparently one of the top three guys, which doesn't even fucking matter this year, or you get fucking anyone else. Cause even Eli is the 11th, you know, most points. Uh, but just do, like, the wide receiver slash running back. Okay. I'll do it that way. Because the running backs are also fucking hilarious. All right, the top ten running uh, wide receivers slash running backs: two, four, six. All right, so number one, Demarco Murray. Number two, Antonio Brown. Number three, Jordy Nelson. Number four, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Number five, Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Number six, Julio Jones. Yep. Number seven, Jeremy Macklin. Hmm. Number eight, Randall Cobb. Yeah. Number nine, Arian Foster. That was bolstered by a big game this past week. Yep. And number 10, uh, Matt Forte. I want to do just running backs because fucking running backs suck so many dicks this year. Well, who are the top five running backs going into this season? Shady McCoy, Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles. Um, Wait, who'd you say so far? You said Jamal Charles, McCoy, AP, uh, Eddie Lacy. Lacy. And, and it wasn't Bell, was it? No. Let me scroll down here and see if I can find him. Well, he's not on the first 25. Um, Charles. Oh, Forte. Yeah, Forte. Forte's okay. only living up to the hype. Listen to who's after the top five. This is the next five. Rashad Jennings. Ahmad Bradshaw. <laughs> Justin Forsett. That situation's so fucking screwy. Darren Sproles. Ugh. And Giovanni Bernard. Immediately after that top 10, the next two are Niall Davis, Jamal Charles' backup, backup, and Matt Asiata, yeah. AP's backup. Who could be losing his job to Jarek McKinnon. Right. So, between a, uh, a child abuse <laughs> scandal, flat-out sucking, and injuries, and even then, Eddie Lacy kind of had that concussion in, what was it, week one? Uh, yeah. Good on you, Matt Forte. Two for you, Matt Forte. You go, Matt Forte. <laughs> two, two for you, Matt Forte. Um, yeah, again, I feel totally fine with being like, yeah, you know what? Football this season, I just got a gut feeling. Um, I'm just, I'm just ready for basketball season, man. Very much. Uh, even though that's going to be much more joyous for you than for me, I uh, really, really wish one last thing on football season. I really wish that. The Miami Dolphins would just uh, give in and become the London Miami Dolphins <laughs> because they play so much better over there as they're fueled with, uh, what is it, like blood sausage and meat pies <laughs> and bangers and mash. And oh, bangers spot, and mash is so good, though. Spotted dick. Um, yeah, fucking, I'm going to be such an obnoxious asshole starting in like a month from now. Yeah. Yeah, no, and you completely earned it, especially the way that all your Miami Heat fr- fan friends had been, you know, over the last, you know, four years. So. Oh yeah, I am. I am gonna be a pile because of shit. We've been just all such huge douchebags about it. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Also, uh, it's it's gonna all blow up in my face, of course, yeah, because the Spurs are winning for the next three years. Well, yeah, and also like. I made the stupid comment to my wife. I was just like uh, trying to figure out like time off for like the next year. I've been wanting to go to Ohio for a while to go to Cedar Point. I was like, well, I'll just try to schedule it around like June. She's like, why? And I'm like, well, because, you know, maybe I could go for other reasons. 
<laughs> so I've already pre-planned it, so it's not going to happen. Uh, true. Very true. Um, also, let me know if you're going to go to Cedar Point, because if anything, I could probably like rent a car and go down there, because I want to do that as well. And yeah, ride absolutely. that uh, roller coaster that they didn't name after LeBron James, after they promised they would if he signed with Cleveland. Hey, man. It's Ohio. We break promises like a motherfucker. All the time. Um, all right, so that's pretty much everything sports related. We'll we'll have a full blown basketball podcast with our third uh, compatriot Tony Cole sure. uh, in a few weeks. Um, uh, real quick, I want to just kind of maybe run down some. Uh, this is a, a cute little gimmick. Um, oh, also a couple other football things. Uh, can can we just touch on the whole Jim Harbaugh thing real quick? That sure, if you want to. That yeah, he. Uh, will not be returning to the team no matter how well they do this season. Is that like official? I know there's been a lot of talk. I think that whether it was official or not, after that story comes out, like it kind of has to happen that way now. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, I mean, the Dolphins made a run at him before. Oh, no, Rich. <laughs> And and Rich, you know come on, our Rich. owner no, Stephen Ross is he's, Rich. Shut, he's a shut your mouth. Alum. And that's where shut up. And you know, like Philbin, whatever. Do Do you want that, Rich? I, man, I don't want Philbin. You'd rather have Regis Philbin. Kind of, yeah. He's got more <laughs> charisma. And also, it'll be fun to watch when he croaks on the sidelines in a couple of years. <laughs> and then everyone just starts beating the shit out of each other. Because <laughs> Regis is dead. He's the glue. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, all right. That's all I kind of want to talk about that. Okay. Uh, also, I do want to point out, uh, while we're moving on from sports, yeah, the baseball players are going on right now. Big deal. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? Uh, no. Fuck that, it. bro. Orange and black forever, dude. The Orioles are killing it. They're fucking crushing they made bitches out of three Cy Young Award winners that the the Tigers had. I was uh, keeping track because I was out running errands with that first game, the Orioles versus Tigers, and I was keeping track on the game. And in the eighth inning, that first batshit crazy eighth inning that they had, uh, I saw the Tigers brought in uh, Jabba Chamberlain and then Joakim Soria. And I was just like, how many fucking failed b- closers – is their bullpen made out of? And it was great. And it was wonderful. And I'm all in on the Orioles. And I've only watched maybe three innings of a game. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're having the greatest baseball like season than ever because you're just happy and you haven't had to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. The one game that I did go to this season uh, was Orioles uh, at Cubs. And we got swept by the Cubs. And we still... Still won the AL East by 12 fucking games. Fuck you, Derek Jeter. No one gives a shit. You're gone now, dog. And, you know, whatever. You're great or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, I'm just I'm just fucking excited. And it's not like even if I had cable, I probably would watch the same exact amount of baseball. Just because the baseball playoff games are either on the MLB network or TBS, which you don't associate with baseball anymore. Right. Or just otherwise... Uh, completely unfindable so i'm very excited um that the orioles are doing well and it's going to be orioles royals uh for the alcs because it's 2014 (laughs) dickhead (laughs) oh i cannot wait for this cock-sucking year to be over (laughs) 
Like, man, like a lot of great things have happened in my my life this year. You know, I, I moved out of Gainesville, had, you know, you know, a, a brand new job. I'm making more money than I ever my entire life. Fuck this year. I hate it so much <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. Um, all yeah. right. So I think we I, I think we pretty much hammered sports. Um, so let's see. I'm going to go down the uh, Facebook trends that we have uh, right now for Tuesday, October 7th. At uh, four thirty nine Central Time. Oh, uh, the first one's that guy from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna say the first one that I'm seeing. We can't uh, talk about this actor was on the show last night. Actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that actor, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, that actor. Yeah, he, I like his stuff. He's yeah, really yeah, he good stuff. I, I still haven't <laughs> seen Hercules yet. I uh, never will. Well, let's let's go to movies then. Are right, we extrapolated movies? Well, well, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Let's see. Uh, Selbyville, Delaware. Woman arrested after her four-year-old daughter brings heroin to daycare. Hey, man. I didn't know there was a Selbyville, Delaware, Florida. I'm pr- oh fuck! Can't mention that. Damn it! Ha <laughs> ha! Suck a dick. Um, all right, well, let's talk about movies then, because I don't want to talk about Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> well, no. Also, uh, let's see. Rare lunar eclipse to create ruddy blood moon in skies over North America on Wednesday. That's just terrifying. Yeah, that uh, is. Uh, J.K. Rowling. Uh, Arthur confirms cryptic tweet. Refer to uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. All right, I'm pretty sure I'll have to hear about that later. Well, every everyone thought because uh, people on some people on Reddit have no lives, and it, like her tweet was an anagram for like Harry Potter's returning, blah 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 blah. And she's oh. like, "No, you fucking losers! <laughs> I'm not. Gotcha. I'm not doing that." Uh, let's see. Let's learn now. Sony Pictures Entertainment studio rumored to be in talks. To allow Spider-Man in Marvel Studios films. I just pulled that up. It's on HitFix as well, which is kind of a reputable place to do that. Yeah. There's a lot of like fucking superhero stuff going on today, which Dude, you know, I'll reiterate. The last few days, really. We have um we have a project coming up on our sister podcast, Podswoggle, that relates to superheroes that might have some cross- crossover on this show. Um, we'll see. But um yeah, there's like there's that. I just read. I I have the articles up. I'm not able to read them because I'm talking to I'm you. I'm just gonna like go ahead and read like headlines. I'm on Collider right now. Yeah, that's what's on. I'm exactly the same thing. So could Marvel and Sony team up to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Then there's Robert Downey Jr. dismissing Mel Gibson directing Iron Man Four. Yeah. Which let's just make that happen, please. I, that could be so much fun. It could be amazing. Uh, I didn't know that Je- Jesse L. Martin is going to be in the Flash. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen so many commercials for it that I that I didn't know. I did not. Um, know and then that. also apparently, uh, comic writers aren't allowed to make new X Men characters, and there's going to be no more Fantastic Four comic books next year. That's weird. That'll yeah. That'll stop. That'll happen again. Um, so and also, no, no. I mean, there's a shit ton of X Men characters. Yeah, and I mean, as, how many different as, mutations can we have at this point? As you alluded to, we're not really the ones to really talk about. This isn't our territory. We right. Can, we can glaze over it but like we still come off sounding like idiots absolutely um that said uh there was also i don't know if you robert and i were talking about this last night uh that story that the um the one of the guidelines and rules for dc movies is no jokes right i i remember I remember either talking about that already or hearing about it. What kind of stupid ass studio note bullshit? Hey, let's all fucking retreat together. 
watch these Marvel movies and see what we can do different. Man, those brought a lot of joy into people's lives. You know what we should do? Not have any fucking jokes. Uh, uh, the first thing I think of when I hear that is three certain notes that, uh, that uh, a certain director was given about a Superman movie a long time ago, yeah. which was, I don't want to see him fly. I don't want him to see him wear that faggy outfit. And he has to fight a giant spider in the third act. I think DC does things a little bit differently. Um, a little bit. Which I, I re-watched that in the print story the other day. Oh, we're referring to Kevin Smith, the original Evening with Kevin Smith. We've never seen it. The whole thing's great. But those two stories in particular are, are kind of cult classics. And I found out that he's going to be uh, doing an evening with Kevin Smith at the Orlando Improv, uh, of course, the two days that I am in Vegas God in November. You shit. So, yeah, I think that I think the last time I went on like a giant trip is when he played at uh, Universal's Hard Rock. Yeah, and I was like, I'm just never gonna see this fat bastard talk. At least he only ever he's lost some weight, or at least in his face. Which you know, even then, <laughs> good for you. I can't do it in mine. Uh, and you dude, lose it everywhere else. It's not in the face. Yeah, exactly. And you're lucky for you though he like only when he does come to Florida he really only ever really does Orlando because so yeah. he can go to the fucking parks. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so you'll if he totally can't fit on any of the rides. He can now. Well, maybe. now he can. I well, know. I remember His I remember the old Smodcast where he put it's a small world on blast. Yeah. For for him waiting the damn thing down. <laughs> oh man, I fucking love you, Kevin Smith. God damn it. <laughs> uh. And all around, like, uh, movies, TV, and stuff like that. I still haven't seen Tusk yet. I heard from our friend Matt uh, that it was really good. But Oh, good. I'm glad Matt actually contributed because uh, if you listen to the show, you know, we have our, our fantasy movie league, which I don't think we've talked about the fall season yet. I'm sure we'll get to as Oscar season starts to ramp up. But um, we have some additions. And our friend Matt, who will eventually be on the show because he lives in Orlando um, with me, uh, dropped a fat old $29 on Tusk. Well, it was all the money he had left. He needed one movie to Well, go. no, actually, no, he didn't. He, he didn't. he asked specifically what his max bid was, and I gave uh, him the information. I remember that wrong. And, the, yeah, because he took Seven Sun afterwards. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. But still. Uh, he said it was good, and the news coming out of Tusk is that because of that movie, while still underperforming, still being successful because it only cost $3 million to make, uh, there will for sure be a Clerks 3 after he does these other two movies he's still doing. Yeah, a Clerks 3 will be the first one we see, probably. <laughs> well, it'll be the first one released on over a 1,000 screens. I mean, I'm right. still going to see Tusk when it's like on demand, and I'll still see the other ones. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't know. And I guess... You know how excited I was for Hit Somebody, the the hockey movie based off mm -hmm. the Warren Zevon song. I guess, right. I don't know, I tried to look that up or whatever, because uh, then it was going to be a two-part movie, and then the last thing I saw was it was going to be like a, a mini-series, mini -series, and that was like two years ago that was said. So Yeah, you'll never see that. Nope, never. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Movie-wise, um, uh, we just mentioned it on our other sister podcast. It's <laughs> so many podcast references within other podcasts. Um, uh, married with movies that uh, I haven't had a chance to see anything out in theaters um, recently. That's over with, and uh, you'll hear about it more on the other show, but I will talk to you briefly about Gone Girl, which I know you haven't seen yet. 
uh yeah see it it's it's um okay cool duly noted moving on no it's you know it's it's got affleck so you know i'm gonna see it and do you like fincher yes i do actually i had a long conversation with uh otto aiken about david fincher in a bar one night yeah fincher i think fincher's my favorite director um no okay go ahead no what were you gonna say well um he's a really 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 good director I think for me, it's the consistency. I think it's the consistency. He is very consistent. And he hasn't had that precipitous drop-off that most directors do have. Right. I I haven't seen Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I I own it. But eventually, oh, eventually I'm going to watch it. If Fincher's your favorite director, you should watch at least the first season of House of Cards. Yeah, I I keep remembering that. that Here's the thing about Fincher that will forever keep him from being my favorite director uh, it just bumps me the fuck out. And that's... Uh, I had a long... Because when I saw the movie with uh, my wife and I saw with her mother and her mom's boyfriend, and they are, like, not into that sort of thing at all. They they saw the, tr- the previews and thought it'd be, you know, like a decent movie, but didn't understand. I want to be like, have you seen any of David Fincher's movies? Yeah. Then you're, the rest of your night's going to be ruined after you watch this because, you know, I, I've always been a fan of those punch-you-in-the-gut movies. I don't know why... Maybe I'm just a morbid asshole, uh-huh. but I've always been a fan of that. And I think that's part of the reason I like it in that, you know, I know what to expect going in. I know I'm not going to get a happy ending, but then it means that it's just a really true and good, honest story. Um, and yeah, Gonger lives up to the hype <laughs> because the end of the movie, like I had like 50 people around me going, what? Because I'm in fucking Miami seeing it. Yeah. Seeing a David Fincher movie oh, in God. Miami. That's was not Fight Club. Poor decision. Everyone's like, man, fuck that. that. was the worst movie I've ever fucking seen. Dude, I do not miss that at all. <laughs> and it's like, why didn't you just go fucking see The Equalizer for the third time? Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was great. I've been consistently thinking about it and analyzing it in my head. Uh, go see it first chance you get because the acting in that movie it crushes. It's so good. Yeah. Well, Affleck is the bomb in everything. Except yeah, I know. I've been except saying from this like 2002 to like 2006. I've been saying this for years, goddammit. Did you see Affleck on Real Time with Bill Maher? Yeah, I did. Oh, man. with As much as you know I love Ben Affleck and as much as you know I hate Bill Maher, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's... Oh, uh, it's great because you saw it in like the interviews and stuff. It's like, why Ben Affleck? It's like, this movie, he basically lived this. Like, except he, except we were just wondering when he was going to kill Jennifer Lopez. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just like, it's just like, yeah, he just be, he just, this is nostalgia for him is what this movie is about. And he just is great. And then, and then I can't talk about anything else. Cause then it'd be giant spoilers yeah, for the rest yeah, of the movie. Of and then he just um, puts it into an, a whole other gear and it's fantastic. I um, hope I do get to see it soon just because seeing movies in a city is like much harder, even aside from the, cost aspect of it like uh, theaters are like harder to get to than you would want the closest theater to me is the new 400 which is a really cool like indie chain of movie theaters but it only has like four theaters and then when i went to go see ghostbusters uh the week it was re-released for the 30th anniversary i had to take like two trains and a bus to get over to it and it's just it's it's just a massive pain in the ass because you're already going to be sitting there for you know at least an hour and a half and then it takes you an hour and a half to get there so yeah. at that point just, your day is fucking shot i'm i'm like the wrong person that like just just download it 
Well, that's the thing is unless it's Oscar season and it's it's sort of getting there uh, when movies come out, uh, the, if you download it while it's out, the quality's not going to be that great because it's a bootleg. Whereas, yeah. uh, you know, when there's screeners out along with the movie, there's a better uh, chance. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, the other thing about movies I want to point out uh, while we're talking about the the movie league is, I'm kind of pissed that like some of these movies are popping up that I had no idea about. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like my team, like I'm kind of stuck in my team, but I see like. I'm on Collider now, and I'm seeing this movie called The Gambler, which the guy that did Rise of the Planet of the Apes is doing. That looks really good. Mm-hmm. The cast is incredible. Um, somehow, this Keanu Reeves movie that comes out like next weekend, Jack Wicks, is still like at a hundred percent or something on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, apparently uh, it's really fucking good. Yeah, like, and there was another one too that I just saw, and was like, what, what, what the fuck? It's like <laughs> I like my team. I'm not going to drop anything from my team just out of kind of fear. Yeah. I know everything that I have will do all right, but all this other stuff looks pretty cool. Yeah. And I would have happily drafted it. A quick note about last season's movie league. Um, mm-hmm. I, in an interview with Nick Frost recently, uh, they were, uh, he was talking about uh, Edgar Wright sent him this like infographic of like the United States. And it was uh, the most, uh, illegally downloaded movies for each state, and in the entire state of Florida, Cuban Fury was the most illegally downloaded movie. <laughs> that's re- oh, that's great! It's ridiculous, so, but just let's great. say I know that uh, it was pretty funny. I will, I definitely will. Um, um, so yeah, so I think I mean again, a lot of this stuff like we're gonna hit NBA hard. We're gonna hit movies when Oscar season starts kicking in the full gear, and it's kind of begun, but. We'll hit that. You very, know what I want to do as a, as a whole separate podcast is since it is October, since the Halloween Creep 2K14 hashtag Halloween Creep 2K14 is in full effect. It is no longer a creep. It is here. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, our favorite and best horror movies of all time. Ah, oh, we should do that definitely, and we should also because you have the means to do it. You should get our friends from Delaton Ball for sure to do that show as well. Hell yeah. Um, um, speaking of which, uh, I'm very excited. Um, I am for the second time because it makes me think of the listening I'm talking about earlier. Going to Halloween Horror Nights again this year, which I'm very excited about. Um, I will make sure I have a report back on that uh, because, yeah, I'm probably only going to go to three houses because they're I'm willing to wait as long as I need you to go see AVP, Walking Dead, and Halloween because they fucking all look awesome. You didn't go last year, did you? No, I didn't. I went the year before. Last year was dope as fuck, and I was yeah. o- I only did three houses because after the Cabin in the Woods house, like I did after Cabin in the Woods, I did do the Walking Dead house. But after Cabin in the Woods, I like took a break because like it was one of those things where it's just like I'm good. Yeah, I'm so uh, pissed I didn't go see that. They'll never do it again. It was it was it was just phenomenal, but it was also legitimately terrible like my heart rate was way too through the roof like i love being scared i love getting the shit scared out of me and that was just one where it's like all right i need to i need to, i need to ride the pine for this next one <laughs> yeah i'm fucking yeah i'm stoked to see that i'll make sure to bring it back also on the on the um uh theme park realm i want to give uh props well prop they don't fucking care um <laughs> not or they don't need them they don't need them to Epcot for another great international food and wine festival. 
I'll, I'll openly admit on the podcast that I am a glutton. This, this secret that is the International Food and Wine Festival at this really, really hipster place called Epcot. Epcot, uh, by this hole in the wall called Disney World. Um, no, it was, it was great again this year, and um, I'm proud of myself. It's the stupidest thing to be proud of, uh, to say that you ate at 36 different stands or countries in one day, and then you noticeably looked fatter the next day. But um, I believe you taken that picture three years in a row. Uh, no, I didn't take the pic- I didn't take a picture this year. Oh, well, uh, I just assumed you did, even if you didn't send it. <laughs> no, I sent it to you last year because it was the first time. The first year I did this, I didn't go to every country because I was with Augie and he, she, who shall not be named. Um, we didn't know what was going on, so we didn't eat at every country because we ran out of time. The f- last year was the first year I did like everything and sent you the photo. Was like, hey man, it's gonna be okay because look at me. Um, <laughs> And then this year was just – I was more so an effort of getting it finished because it was so busy. Um, and they had like a lot more coffee this year and I had to drink coffee and that sucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, let's talk TV. Yeah, cool. Um, it's in a very interesting place because I have been watching a lot of – a lot, a lot of – I've been watching a lot of – I've been watching a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> have you rain man <laughs> too much uh which is funny because you don't have fucking cable <laughs> uh man i've been finding it the internet's a, a good tool um <laughs> it's just i literally had to make myself a, a a note on my phone with every day of the week and every show that i watch oh lord that and, is horrible yeah uh one thing real quick with a show that i don't watch but i do want to watch this season because I had no other interest in it until this season, is uh, American Horror Story Freak Show. I was going to bring that up which but, uh, for something different, but go ahead. In Jupiter, Florida, in like yeah. 1950s or 60s or whatever. Looking very interested in that. And I know what you're going to talk about with the other thing. Oh, it's the thing I saw in Collider? Yes, because this, this is amazing. This is fucking yeah, amazing. I, I'm so excited for this, except the fact that Ryan Murphy's involved because I really don't like anything he does. But um, oh well, oh well, yeah, it should be fine. So there's going to be an offshoot, a uh, series order, a companion series is what it's called to American Horror Story called American Crime Story. Just this just being announced today. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and it's not going to be like like American Horror Story is where it's just like making up these stories. It's going to be like rooted in true life. This will be on um, true taking- TV. Yeah, no, it's not. taking like true crime stories and making them like an anthology series. And the first one's going to be on the OJ case. And it's probably weird to say that, like, I love the OJ case. No, it's a huge thing for anyone, like, especially for us. We were very we grew formative when the case was going on and like the chase happened and everything. So it's very much another one of these things of nostalgia. But it's also just a fascinating it's just fascinating all around. Like I feel like in the like the sixties and seventies, like it was very easy for people to get into like you know, like there were like serial killer trading cards or whatever. Or, you know, right. the like assassinations. You can like you could really bury yourself in different conspiracy theories for different assassinations. This is ours. Cause it was in, ours. in the nineties it was like this and like the Menendez brothers. Right, but the difference with all those is, like, like this one, like, it. yeah, this one, but this also was with, like, one of, like, the five greatest football players ever at that time. Exactly, which makes it, like, so and much it was more compelling. Just so, yeah, it was just so mainstream. 
Well, and also because he was incredibly mainstream too. He did movies. He did commercials. Yeah, and it was just, and they had all these characters. Yeah, like you know, if you go back to like what, like the Manson trial. Yeah, you had like Manson, and then like a couple of his shitty family members. That's it. Like the judge and the prosecutors and the witnesses and the racism. There were there like were, this was probably and not the reason why, but th- this was probably also around the same time. Like I know it was for me when I started watching Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And they Agreed. were doing a lot of OJ material. Yeah, and and same thing with um, um, shit uh, like the late night shows. I remember watching like yeah. Letterman and Leno, like you know when I was able to like sneak in and stay up late, like making you know jokes about that as well. Um, it was everybody's first joke. Yeah, um, I I remember fucking uh, when it actually happened. Uh, when the car chase happened, I was pissed. Not because I was trying to watch the Rockets and the Knicks, but because Family Matters was on. <laughs> and <laughs> it was rooting an episode of Family Matters. I think it was even a rerun because it was in the summer. It had to have been. Um, and also, did your class stop everything it was doing to watch the verdict like mine did? No, we didn't. Uh, but when the chase was going on, I was in uh, my uh, grandpa's restaurant was opening another uh, location up in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And so, like, mm-hmm. me and my entire family and a lot of the staff were staying in this Holiday Inn. And mm-hmm. so there's a picture of us all watching the chase in this Holiday Inn awesome. hotel room. That'd be badass. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it was I uh, was third grade when the, um, when the verdict was released. And, yeah, like, my teacher, who was, like, an African-American, like, had to make sure that it was on so she could watch it. And I remember specifically, like... Like the verdicts released, and like I was mad for some reason. I didn't care. Like, but I was, you know, I was mad because, like, obviously, you know, like even at seven years old, I was like, yeah, this guy just got away with like murdering two people. Yeah. Um. This one kid at my at my desk was like, "All right, guys, let's put it in for OJ." <laughs> like he literally tried to do like like the huddle thing, and he was white. He was a white kid. He was a nerdy little white kid. I was like, "Good job!" Like, like, like we did it. Like our table was the one that like got OJ off the hook. It's like he put his hand into the fucking middle of like our desk that were grouped together to be like, all right, OJ on three, ready, break. And I was like, no, he killed two people. And I always remember that. It's fucking weird as shit. That is really, I uh-huh. mean, it's no surprise why you remember that. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, a few other TV bits. So, yeah, that's going to be American Crime Story. The People versus OJ Simpson. Right. Which is just like, all right, there's no subtlety there whatsoever. I love it. <laughs> it was the name of the actual fucking case. Um, I know, but it's a, it's, it's a traumatized series. You know, you could, you know, the, the American crime story, the glove or something. I don't know. Yeah. Juicing it up or something. <laughs> the juicer. Uh, juicer. That doesn't count. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Okay. This is really cool. Um, so, Dread, the Judge Dread like second reboot movie or whatever. Yeah, the good one. The good one that like no one saw, and I still want to see, is it's getting a seven-part miniseries. Ooh, and it's going to be from the uh, producer Adi Shankar. Uh, he's the guy that did. Did you ever see Dirty Laundry? Sounds familiar. It's a short film uh, that was. A short film based off of the the Punisher with Thomas Jane. 
Hmm. And it was really fucking good. Mm. Uh, it's with Thomas Jane in it, and it's again, it's not. It's like when I say short film, it's like like five or seven minutes or something like that. Right. And it's really fucking good. Like the up. the Internet Nerd Collective for the Punisher, like like totally creamed itself over that. <laughs> um, so that's the guy who's going to be doing this, and so that's. Uh, something I'm definitely going to be looking forward to. Uh, it doesn't say whether or not Carl Urban or Olivia Thrillby is going to be in it, but still, it's already got some potential. Definitely. Um, so what? So from shows that are on right now, because you say you got this whole list, you have to keep. Well, real um, quick. Also, another rumor: Fox may be de- may be developing a live action X Men TV show. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to like every comic book. Like only thing to me on TV are comic book shows and NCIS. Yeah, that's that's all it's going to be. Or let, like, let me amend that. Saw, or like FX and whatever you know, interesting shit they want to do, whether it's going to be right. great or whether it's going to absolutely suck. Right. Um, I let me amend that. It's going to be nothing but comic book shows and CBS's entire lineup. Yeah, not just uh, NC. Well, uh, NCIS. I was right. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, as far as uh, CBS goes, um, so about a year or two ago, somebody edited a. Uh, uh, a the few Big Bang Theory of the Big Bang Theory to take away to laugh. take away the laugh track, which is amazing all on its own. So good. It's so uh, good. Robert found this article on Clickhole yesterday, which is the Onion's version of like a BuzzFeed, right? Which is it's very good. It's not quite Onion level yet. It can, it could be. It's still finding itself, but it's still very good. Uh, for instances like this article that had a clip of the Big Bang Theory with added laugh track. (laughs) Like, on top of the just insane, just wild guffawing and laughter throughout the entire fucking thing. And it's brilliant. It's so great. So, okay, I do have this list. I have this long, long list. All right, we'll go through, because most of yours are going to probably intersect with mine. And I, I could throw in like the couple things that you don't watch in when they come up. I have it based off of each day, so I know okay. when to you know go and seek these things out. So I'll just I'll save Monday or Sunday for last. Mondays, uh, when Louis comes back, Louis. Uh, but Gotham. Uh, yes, the only Gotham. new show that I am watching. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, it's it's hard. There's nothing else. Because we'll say again. Well, it's hard because. We're in this, you know, you could argue it started with, like, Sopranos and included The Wire and then went on to Breaking Bad and Mad Men. And we're pretty much searching now with Mad Men wrapping up, Breaking Bad done. We're searching after this post-Golden Age for the new dramas. Just, um, just nothing, nothing interests me. There's and there is good stuff out there, but you're right. Right. There's a lot of stuff that isn't compelling you to watch. Yeah. Uh, like I've talked about Fargo on here before. It was really good. Right. But you, you know, you might have to like accidentally catch it to like kind of get into it. Right. Um. So, and that's another thing is like. It, while there are some really good things that aren't compelling you to watch, there's some other, like, you know, flawed things that absolutely hook you in, like Gotham. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's, a, uh, that's only after seeing one episode because my DVR is so backed up and full right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even after one episode, I totally, that is the perfect way to analyze it is it is incredibly flawed, but it's going to work itself out. It just, I hope it get, it's given enough time. It, uh, I mean, the pilot episode, just, you got to take it with a big grain of salt because they're going to like, you know, introduce all the characters in it and yada, yada, yada. Of course. Second episode, I really, really, really enjoyed. It had like this, you know. It had it's it's always gonna have these elements of, you know, baby Batman, you know, like kind of <laughs> he's finding himself, and you know, he's pushing oh, himself push. in the fear. You, by yourself, you're gonna make me not take that show seriously anymore, just from the phrase "baby Batman." <laughs> but 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 it's okay because usually in those scenes is also like fucking Cockney sawed off badass Alfred. I don't like that guy though. The first episode, I mean, maybe he's better than the next two episodes, but I didn't like him the first one. I was like, I that's like not him. Alfred. I like him because he's like kind of a dick, is Alfred, because he's younger and he can be. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. I'm tired of all these old ass soft Alfreds. <laughs> Give me them art Alfreds. <laughs> Give me some gangsta ass Alfreds. Um, <laughs> so, and I want to talk about this show more with Robert on the line. Because uh, I watch it with Robert, and Robert is a, my roommate Robert is a living, breathing, walking Batman Wikipedia. Yes, uh, absolutely. Beyond it. So it's amazing to be able to watch it, and something will happen, and you'll hear him like, huh? Or like, you just see him like move a certain way out of the corner of your eye. So like, then I pause it, and I'm just like, what, 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 what did that mean? What, who's that guy? <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> they did this thing in this one issue. Uh, and. <laughs> And, like, he could fucking just quote it like scripture. It's amazing. And it's such an amazing experience to watch it with him. Uh, there are other things. And, uh, okay, so the second episode um, really liked. Uh, it, like I said, it had some, like, when it was, okay, you had the baby Batman stuff. And then when it was more along the lines of just focusing on the case and more along the lines of it had a really good paced uh, law and order feel to it that, that that's why i was in that's what i was looking forward to is it kind of becoming like a procedural show yes. while all these other things go around it go happen around it that's yeah. what i was looking forward to so if it gets more into that then i'm gonna really dig it that's what it seems like more and more of like the week in week out is gonna be and Good. they're gonna be a little bit more uh they're gonna be a little bit more flamboyant than you know like a law and order crime or whatever of course they can uh, be because it's fucking Gotham. It's so Gotham. Yeah. The title of this of episode three is called the Balloon Man. Uh, and as silly as that may sound, like this is also you know in Batman lore, there's a there's a fucking character called the Calendar Man, Julian Day. So who gives a shit? Balloon Man. Let's yeah. go. Let's do it. <laughs> um, let's do it. And one of my fa- <laughs> this is this is such a guilty pleasure of the show. One of my favorite fucking parts is it seems that. Towards the middle to end of the first act of every episode, there's a scene in the police station where, like, two cops are talking, and it just has this, like, jazzed up, like, uh, like music bed underneath it. And it's just, like, not jazzed up is the wrong word, but it's just, like, this driving, kind of, like, 80s feel music to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. It, 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 it. It's cheesy, but I fucking love it. It sounds like something that would be like in a Miami Vice episode or something. I'm for it. Under dialogue. It's great. 
Um, um, and I also I I like uh, I like the guy who plays uh, Ed Nigma. He's good. Uh, he hasn't been featured in it that much, but I like him. Uh, the guy who plays the Penguin is really fucking good. Yeah, I've seen him in a couple different things. I know he was on. He had a brief stint on Walking Dead. And he was really good on that. I like the actor. He's been everything he's been in. I've liked him in. Yeah, um, and he's good as the Penguin too. You know, I fucking love Donald Logue. Yo, Donald Logue, man. He's legit. He is. Um, I'm not sold on Ben McKenzie. Um, I, ben McKenzie is, and there's a lot of shows with this, a lot of very successful shows with this, is the lead character that you're maybe not even supposed to, like, you're not even, des- it's designed for you to not even really care one way or the other about him. Yeah. He's, I, I, he's milk yeah, toast. I agree. And as long as you don't hate him, it's do- he's doing his job. Exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, so yeah. I definitely need to catch up on that. It's I, I really, really like it a lot. I do. It's um, like I said, it's it's not great. It's flawed. A lot of the dialogue's pretty cheesy, or like a lot of the the lo- logics. A lot of the logic is is jumping around. But um, you know, aside from well, no, even with Monday Night Football, it might be the best thing to watch on Monday nights. <laughs> I can say with 100% certainty that you are correct. Tuesdays. Uh, let's see. Tuesdays. Uh, n- in a week, I think it is, a new show with Ken Marino and Casey Wilson called Marry Me is going to debut. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Um, I am just, in the past few years, I've just completely hitched my wagon. Not hitched my wagon, but I am... Fully on board the Ken Marino Express. He's great in everything He's he does. So fucking solid. So good. Um, and Casey Wilson, man, I just I don't know, man. I I I carry a torch for that woman. I dig her. She's cool. Not everyone's cup of tea. I get that. Uh, it's also from the same creator of Happy Endings, which which a lot of people love. Which a lot of people loved, and I didn't find until this. Past New Year's Day, January 1st, 2014, VH1 was showing a marathon of it. And it was just like, oh, my God, the show's great. When's it coming? No, it's canceled. Fuck. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that. Also back is New Girl, which is a show um, that when it first came out, I'm pretty sure we were all rolling our eyes. at Still rolling my eyes. I really like this show. Um. Because it's not the Zoe Deschanel show. It's between... All right. Uh, Jake Johnson's character of Nick Miller uh, shouldn't be anybody's hero, but he's my hero. Um, and just the cast is really good, man. Like, all those guys are really fucking good. They all, like, have really good chemistry with each other. They get they have good reoccurring characters, and they get good guest spots and everything. It's just... And it's a... It's a fast-paced well-oiled show it's just and it's funny it's a it's a good in a world where there's not a lot of good sitcoms anymore it's a good show be my guest um i'm just have you ever given it a shot have you ever watched it at all i've caught pieces of it i just i'm not going to be able to get over the zoe deschanel thing well it's just it's she's it's not like she's being shoved down your throat I'm past the point of no return. <laughs> I don't know. This season, actually, because this season they sort of hit a little bit of a reboot or a reset in that, like, because 
uh, Zoe Deschanel's character and Jake Johnson's character were like going out or whatever, and they just said, "Ah, fuck it, it's better without it." So they broke them up, and it's like kind of a uh, a, a fresh start. So if you yeah, were to get on board with any season, this would be uh, one to do it. Uh, especially, I with think Tuesday nights we have way too much stuff recording. <laughs> what else is there recording on Tuesday nights? It's all of Sam's bullshit stuff. I'm in the other room, so I'm not able to pull up my DVR. But you know what you I need. Can... What you need the hopper. I know. Well, I already had dish, and now I need it again. <laughs> Fucking annoying. Um, but I dig it. Uh, also on Tuesdays. Uh, well, I'll talk about that when it comes back. Um, but yeah. So all right. Uh, Wednesdays. How you been feeling about the league this season? It's been a good season. I've liked it a lot. Um, it it still has kind of fallen into a couple of like the more recent tropes, like just stories I don't care about, mm-hmm. or it's just like, or it just feels like a little played out. But when the jokes hit or the stories are good, they really hit. Um, that said, goddamn, I love the fucking Dirty Randy and Rafi episodes, but I hate the Dirty Randy and Rafi episodes. <laughs> They are because like I saw the previews for it. I saw it on Facebook and I saw it on TV. I was like, yes, I saw like Rafi shaved and everything. Like this is gonna be great. And then like five minutes in, I was like, oh yeah, that last episode that they did was so fucking weird. This is gonna be even worse. <laughs> and it was insane. And I loved every minute of it. It was. It was like it's so bad. It's fantastic. <laughs> and just. I mean, from the opening of just an entire family, spoiler alert, an entire family getting splattered to death <laughs> to just everything that happens following yeah. it and Jerry Minor. Yo, <laughs> I love like, Jerry Minor, dude. He's great. It, just, it's, it was absolute insanity. And, and I'm glad that Ruffy's not dead. Of course he wasn't dead. No, he of just, course. He was just laying on the ground eating a hot dog. How'd it get there? They don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, and even yeah, all the stuff I, earlier in the season, like all the Teflandre stuff, was great. Yeah, it's compared to the past two seasons, which last season was better than season four. Season four was horrible. Yeah, was just absolutely bad. Um, last season was better. This season's been better than the past two, so I'm yeah. looking forward to they where they. And also, form. they like the they like a lot of the episodes they've been filming now are stuff they filmed before the season started. Yeah. So the stuff they're going to be getting to soon is going to be like. After everything's been going on, and they have some some prime choice grade A meat to deal with oh, that absolutely. hopefully they, they touch on. Absolutely. Um, so yes, very happy with the league this season. Uh, have you? I doubt you have. Um, but I've watched the first two episodes of Blackish. Uh, again, no interest. Right. Um, I've heard it's good though. I was interested from the point of it was produced by Larry Wilmore, um, yep. who do you know when the Minority Report is supposed to start or when Colbert Report is supposed to end? I thought it was supposed to be by the end of the year. Okay. But now at this point, I mean, the end of the year is almost here, so I'm guessing just 2015. Okay. Um, I watched it. I, I'm still watching it. And it's good. The second episode made me laugh a lot. The first episode, I had a lot of very conflicted feelings about that uh, until the end, which is like, okay, cool. They 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 understand. They get it. They they're not getting wrapped up in just tropes mm-hmm. um, and just racial and uh, stereotypes and tropes. Uh, and 
I there was someone posted something on Facebook that was this fucking long ass diatribe on the Huffington Post about how it was just such a shitty representation and show based off of like basically the first you know 95% of the show and they completely discounted the end and like didn't even like it seems like they didn't even watch the end probably didn't yeah so it's like all right well you missed the the whole fucking point of it uh and yeah second episode was good um I really like everyone on the show like the kids are good uh family's good uh except you know what man I don't know I'm pretty sure you knew this for a long time I always liked Anthony Anderson I think I'm out on Anthony Anderson? Yeah. Oh. She seems like he's trying to do too much. Well, he'll be heartbroken that he's lost your support. I was like his lone supporter, man. I was like the last one. I was the last bastion. Yeah, I think I think the first thing he was in or I saw him in was Big Mama's house. I'm like, you know what? That guy, except him saying uh, a couple funny phrases in Harold and Kumar, I'm not going to be for him. He was in The Departed. He was in the party. Oh, I look forward to making him the LVP. <laughs> Good Lord. He wasn't that fucking... But that's the thing. Yeah. is He held his weight. Literally. Hey, come on. Uh, you know. Um, that's a good show, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching and see where it goes. Okay. Uh, I was kind of... Hope- I, I heard a lot of good things going into it about Lawrence Fishburne, and he's uh, under-delivered. I think he's just Larry. I think he's just Lawrence Fishburne and everything. Like, yeah, I don't think he's ever played a character, has he? Uh, man, no. That's including <laughs> Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus just—he's never had like any like infliction in his voice whatsoever. He's just L- Lawrence Fishburne, and you know that's it. All right. Uh. Actually, this one just ended on Wednesdays, uh, but Drunk History had its second season. And I didn't see any of it. I need to, I need to catch uh, up online. Yeah, I will. Go check it out. I think the episodes might be for free on Comedy Central or CC.com. I, I'll, I'll look into it. It's just, it was when we, it started like when we were moving and I just yeah. totally forgot about yeah. it. So just, so it's, it's the great, I mean, we obviously, we rip off of it for our other podcast. Um, and I, I fucking ripped like suggested we start doing those like back when it was a web series on on funny or die yeah and those i used to love those yeah to death, so. uh so just yeah whenever they come back or just go seek them out they're just always damn hilarious right uh thursdays i'm looking forward to parks and rec coming back for okay. its final season it's gonna be interesting because they like at the at the, spoiler alert at the end of last season they flash forwarded to uh well not so much fast flash flash forwarded but as they just jumped to 2018 hmm. yeah it was interesting um and it was also like the first time that they got renewed for a they got renewed while still in their current season yeah they, they didn't have to worry about yeah. if they were going to be able to come back or not but at the same time they also knew it was going to be their last season it's like, hey, yeah. you renewed for your last season. Uh, and that's probably my favorite comedy on television right now. Okay. Um, it's uh, just pitch perfect on all accounts. All the characters are great. All the performances are just always great. If you haven't watched Parks and Rec by now, it's all on Netflix. Go watch it. Uh, it's the best thing uh, comedy wise on TV right now and that's not because it's comedies are 
waning on TV right now, but it's because it's really fucking great. Um, And, you know, a lot of people always bitch about, like, the first season of Parks and Rec because it was so much... Everyone always says, like, oh, it's so much like The Office or it's trying to be The Office so hard. And Leslie Nope is just a, a female Michael Scott. But I never watched The Office. Uh, I never will because it's, what, 13 seasons? And I don't have that kind of time. I mean, I do, but I don't. And I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's fantastic. That. What's that? Yeah. I'm glad you caught yourself on that. It's like, I don't have that kind of time. Well, I do. But... I do. I definitely do. But I'm not. I, I'm moving forward, man. Except for watching yeah. The West Wing, I'm moving forward. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, part it's just fucking great. It's just a great show. And I never, I, I really like the first season. I never felt any of that stuff before. So whatever. Um, also coming back in 2015 uh, is the show, the Andy Daly Show review. I've again didn't. It was in the middle of things. Didn't see it, but I've heard it's great. It is. I, I've always like Andy Daly's always been on the radar. You know. Yeah, I've always loved him. Uh, I've always, I've always, he's all right. He's, he was on, he's, oh, he's the guy from, he was on Matt TV uh, and then he did a bunch of Reno stuff. Cool. Um, he, it, it was maybe the second funniest show, new show on TV last season in my opinion. Very good to hear. Uh, it, I wasn't expecting a lot. I wasn't sure why I put it on my DVR to begin with. And it gave me some of the hardest laughs that I had all season last year. It takes a very simple concept, and it runs with it. it it's fucking great. I watched an episode last night on, on CC.com. That was uh, the, what he reviews is uh, he reviews three things a show. And you know the concept, right? Yeah. Okay. He reviews three, three, three things a show, and that's what the, the title is. So the title of this episode was Pancakes, Divorce, Pancakes. <laughs> that's, that's already so much funnier than like anything that's ever happened on Mike and Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, dear God, please go, go watch this show. It's, I will. I definitely will. Uh, Friday nights, uh, The Nick. Talked about it a little bit before. Um, the Steven Soderbergh directed Clive Owen starring uh, hospital drama, turn of the century hospital drama. Yep. Yeah, it's really fucking good. It's really fucking good. Good. Uh, um, it has. I don't know. It's it's just crazy to watch like a hospital drama, but like you're watching so many things. It's like man, that none of this shit is sterile. Uh, <laughs> Like after watching that show, I will never wash my hands the same way again. Like I am such a thorough hand washer now. Um, and Clive Owen is just cr- like everyone on the show is like really good. There's like maybe one actor that I don't really care for. I'm, I'm glad he's alive. I was starting to worry. <laughs> I thought Clive we were going to send out a party to look for Clive Owen. Oh, yeah, he was doing stuff, man. Mainly he's yeah, doing this. Yeah, just not not a lot. Yeah, it's um. It's not an easy show to watch. Yeah, um, I remember you said it's, it's kind of a little, uh, kind of a little, not gory, but a little. The first few episodes little... are just straight up gory, bro. <laughs> are they? Yeah, there's a lot of fake blood. Um, like, you know all the fake blood in the, the, the Johnny Depp Sweeney Todd? Yeah. And how it's like sort of comical because it's just spraying everywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that much fake blood, but it's not spraying. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and like that makes for so much of a difference. 
I like it in tone. Um, but yeah, it also has Bono's daughter in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she needed a gig. Yeah, you know what though? She's not bad. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Uh, let's see. SNL's back. Yes, SNL is back. I haven't watched the Sarah Silverman episode, but by all accounts, I'm not going to miss much. Nope, you're really not going to miss much. It was just the pacing was very off. There was like one really, no, there was one funny sketch. Uh, And it was the, uh, I don't know what the title of the sketch would be, but look up the sketch where um, uh, Sarah Silverman's being picked up from the airport. Um, it should, it's on Hulu, obviously. Well, I haven't, I've recorded, I I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a great episode. Uh, I liked the monologue again, the monologue, the pace of the monologue was fucked up, but I like the two different things that they did in the monologue. They were pretty funny. Okay. Um, I mean, I like, I like the season premiere. Um, everything from weekend update on was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the, the toys coming alive sketch was raised a lot of eyebrows when I first saw it because it was almost a direct lift from this sketch that we would just play for each other all the time. Well, and you know, the reason why is because Because the, well, yeah, after some (laughs) learning the, the writer who wrote one of the writers that wrote that sketch is kids like puppets come alive or whatever is a writer now for SNL. So that's fine. However, on this past episode, there was this sketch where... David Blaine? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, there was a sketch where it was uh, Cecily Strong, Sarah Silverman, and uh, Shasir Zameda as three uh, Tina Turner uh, impersonators on this riverboat in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they, they're singing Proud Mary, but then like they would interlude with like hard times and shit like that about their life. Uh, which also was pretty much directly lifted from another groundling sketch that's like currently running or whatever, like has been running like the past few, like within, within the past year or so, hmm. uh, which there was nobody affiliated with that currently on the writing staff, uh, in that, uh, show or that did write that. Um, so that actually so just take that controversy that there would be from the first episode and place it in the second episode oh wonderful yeah um uh what do you think about... wanted... go ahead go... let's go girls um <laughs> God damn it. um i think i know exactly the question you're gonna ask me but go ahead so what do you think about pete davidson i i, I liked it it was it was fresh it was funny it felt new um i really liked it my fear is he was really bad in every other sketch. <laughs> well, he was only in like what one other t- sketch or something. Yeah, but even even still, like I he was in two other things. He was in the um, he was in the blatant Keen Peel yeah. East West ripoff, um, and then he was in the um, the video game testing sketch at the end. And I don't think he's going to have a lot of range. I think he's just going to be Pete Davidson and everything. Well, one, he's still twenty. Two, well, yeah, he's he comes from a stand-up background, from what I understand. So he hasn't had any reason to learn how to act at all. True. So there's I a just, reason I, why, like his weekend update thing, was the best thing he did. Of course. Um, but if I'm correctly from the recap I read, he like wasn't on this past week at all, right? At all. No. Yeah. So that 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 you know. He's just going to be SNL probably. 
Um, I mean, we'll yeah. see. It's a long season. Um, Next week's Bill Hader. I'm excited for that because that should be a comfort zone show for them. So, but also, let's see. They moved. I was really sad when they moved Mike O'Brien, formerly Pat O'Brien, back from the cast to the <laughs> writing team. His his actual name is Pat O'Brien, but for like I didn't know that. Yeah. So like a lot of people up here refer to like POB or Pat O'Brien and like you're just supposed to fucking know. Was it did he do it after Pat O'Brien had like all those voicemails already? He was like, I wanna smell your pussy. Um I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was after. It was it was done because of like a SAG thing. Oh, it was okay. I'm pretty so, sure. So it probably was. It wasn't because oh yeah, I don't want to be confused for that guy from Access Hollywood that like verbally raped right, people on yeah. the phone. His name is Patrick Michael O'Brien. Okay. Yeah. Um and I was really like at the beginning of the season, it was his first last season was his first one like in front of the camera because he already was a writer. And I don't know, I had a <laughs> feeling that like most of us were like really not feeling him the first half, and then the second half he was like really starting to come into his own. He was really good the second half. Really good. And yeah, and then they just they Tim Robinson him and you know throw him back in the you know as a writer, so that was like yeah, kind but of at least disappointing. Yeah, but you know at the very least they brought on two people, Pete Davidson and Michael Che, who look to have you know a lot of potential to them. So they were their his spot was filled. Him, John Milheiser, and Brooks Whelan, their spots were filled with people that I'm interested, in, not just more clones. If that makes sense. That's that's yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, um, more interesting chances being taken. Yes. Than, um, yeah. Just fucking milk toast, saccharine, whatever. Yeah. That said, I I want to point out like, she, Sheer's Amada sucks, right? I, I don't feel like I've seen enough of her to be able to tell. I feel like we haven't, but I think that's a reason for that. Yeah. I remember the, the thing I'll point out was um, uh, my good friend, Andrew Zangry, who will be on the show eventually. Um, there was a, like a comedy thing at Bonnaroo this past year, and it was her, Taryn Killam, and Brooks Whelan. I think it was like right before, right after Whelan got fired. Um, they were already booked to do it. And Zangry said it was fucking horrible. And Taryn, Kill- uh, Taryn Killam like, was not great. Brooks Whelan had to carry and he goes, but Shazir Zamata was so blatantly unfunny <laughs> that it was like, it was noticeable. And he was like, and it just made me, cause he's a huge SNL guy who we need to get on here eventually to talk SNL, um, kind of from like an outside comedy perspective, particularly. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, yeah, he's like, it, it kind of made me feel better about not liking her to begin with on SNL. Just like, yeah, she's just not very good. And right. she's just there for a very particular reason, which is understandable. But you know, there's probably, like Leslie Jones has stood out more than her by far in two appearances. Yeah, she was great on that opener. There were not the well, not yeah. the, op- the opening episode, the first episode. Yeah, she I don't was know great. What about. She was great in the previous monologue. They got all the controversy. Yeah. I like that monologue better than the last one. She, I I I agree with you. Uh, it was a surprise though to see her because like, didn't she like move on to something else? No, she's still a writer. I Is think. she still a writer? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she, okay. there was rumors. I think that she was leaving, but I'm pretty sure she's still a writer. Okay, all right, but yeah, she, I think she was in a sketch later as yeah, well. You're right. She's fucking great. Yeah, she's good. Hire her. Based her on, on that TV. argument, I would now 100 percent agree. Yeah, fuck Shashir Zamata. Yeah. If, she, if if she comes out next week and does the same fucking thing, which is nothing, 
yeah. then you know what? She's th- she's there just to fill a role, yeah. and that's fucking bullshit. Because there's other people that can do that, and you have one that's already proven it. Yeah. So like, make her do it. Let her do it. Um, and I'm not happy about saying this, but I'm still more slowly uh, coming around to Colin Jost. I still don't like him. I know. I don't. Just, I don't disagree with not liking him. I'm coming around to him. He just has no fucking personality or charisma whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and and hopefully Michael Che gets comfortable because he was very bad the first episode. Yeah, he's a little better uh, in the second episode. Um, he still just yeah needs to get more comfortable. The whole first episode, like everyone was just fucking up. Everyone really was. It was just it's like man, guys, come on. But all right, I'm looking forward to future episodes. Well, let's move on. Yeah, Sunday, the knockout TV night, man. Yep. Um, I'll bring this one up first because it just ended this past week. Uh, I watched all 13 episodes of The Strain. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, there were some episodes that were a little harder to get through than others. There were some instances where they would use like actual human tragedies uh, as a backdrop for fucking vampire lore. Um, Mm -hmm. that like wasn't that cool, but it looks like they're not really going to have to be going back there again to anything like that. Uh, the man, the last two episodes of this show, like definitely hooked me in for next season there's <laughs> definitely some interesting things going on there's some interesting ideas uh and even the the pilot episode was pretty good it's just it, again just an interesting like concept like if this happened and i'll say this it's a halfway decent holdover for walking dead okay that to, makes sense to quench that sort of supernatural uh group of people beheading or shooting things in the head that are you know like coming after them um, I'm not big into vampires, and because this isn't what we've seen of vampires for the last ten years, it's more old world. It's more Guillermo del Toro since he helped write the novels. Right. It's got more of that vibe to it, uh, which is cool. It's it's different. It's a nice little change of pace. Um, you know, I like Corey Stoll. Uh, even with that weird thing on his head called a wig um and yeah i don't know it's again it's very flawed much like gotham it's very flawed but there's enough in there to kind of keep you coming back every week um and i think next season it's gonna be hopefully because like i don't know with walking dead the second season it kind of stalled Whereas well, the first half did. Yeah. Whereas hopefully there's no reason for the strain to like to stumble out of the gate coming into season two. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would definitely, Oh man, it's just, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more it's just like, yeah, there's some really cool shit in here. Um, and yeah, they sort of keep, they keep certain vampire rules alive. You know, like the whole sunlight and silver thing. And then there's other stuff that they add, like these long ass, like vampire, uh, like mosquito tongues. It sounds shitty, but it's cool. Um, yeah, 
the whole thing's very interesting, and I enjoyed watching it. I didn't regret my time watching it for the last 13 weeks. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll talk about Game of Thrones when that's coming back. Uh, the newsroom comes back in November uh, for a shortened final third season. Um, what else do we got? Uh, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead comes back this day. week. This Sunday. Yeah. Um, that should be great. Uh, I don't know what else there really is to talk about. <laughs> I mean, we we'll talk about, about it. it. I want. I want to have a Walking Dead podcast. Okay. Um, probably when the um the first half of the first season's over with to kind of go over everything. And then we'll have but, a uh, podcast after that talking about what we just talked about. <laughs> Somehow we're gonna get Hardbook for that. I feel it. Damn right we will. Yep. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is back. Been very good so far. First two episodes. I've I've seen both episodes. Um. Yeah, it's they are on their feet and they're up and walking and everything's good. They have a lot of things in play that, you know, I, I like that they. Every time you think they're going to go the normal sitcom route, they go another right way, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, um, with like all the romantic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, every person there knows their character so well, and they're also being like the thing I've been waiting for forever. They're letting Andre Bauer dick around a little bit more, Hell which is great. Yeah. That last episode where him. Uh, him and Kira Cedric was really good. Um, despite the fact that she's for, will forever terrify my penis. <laughs> um, God bless you, Kevin Bacon. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's my favorite comedy on TV um, because it's the one that I can actually sit through and enjoy. Um, yeah, that was so. my my favorite uh, new comedy from last season ahead of review. And yeah, it, it's, it's great. And and what you said about them, you know, zigging when they would normally zag in, you know, normal romantic sitcom situations, uh, that's not by accident either. Because it's the show gets its pedigree from Parks and Rec. Uh, Which I've heard does the same thing. Yeah. Well, they they so much just don't fuck around when it comes to it. Like where they'll have a like, you know, a, a, a flirtation between two characters or whatever. And it'll. In normal sitcoms, I guess, yeah, it's the same thing where they would normally, you know, st- fucking stretch it out over a season and a half or two seasons. They, mm-hmm. They're they just like, nope, get married. And then let's have fun with that because that's where the fucking fun is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, if I had to, so, yeah, if I had to, like, rank my three favorite comedies right now, it would probably go Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And uh, review only because uh, is Louis a comedy? <laughs> Technically, I, I don't think you can count it, and not anymore. <laughs> Louis is an extended indie miniseries movie. It's an yeah, it's an abstract film. Yeah, yeah no, really, actually, yours really. is better. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, something so, yeah. I know you haven't been able to be keeping up on, and we can't really pigeonhole into a a, a a separate day. But I don't know if you've been still keeping up on At Midnight as well, but. Uh, it's it's impossible. Yeah, I, for you it's it's pretty difficult. I, I, I know still, on on Comedy Central them. they have a lot of clips, but yeah, yeah. And I still um, see some clips on like uh, on the Instagram that I follow. Uh, I follow their Instagram and stuff like that. And like sometimes I'll see the guests, and I'm just like, fuck. I should. It's seek so this out. good. Just every. I mean, they're like when they have some random nights where this like it's obvious like oh let's just get these three comedians to try. Then yeah. those shows kind of like. Drag, but it's just yeah. consistently like just such quality twenty two minutes of of programming every single day. So if you're yeah. not watching at midnight, seek it out. 
it's hard to keep up with every single day. You'll get backed up like I am right now, but it's it's still great. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I miss watching it on a daily basis. I miss watching it now. Yeah. I haven't watched it since I moved. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with that though for sure. Um, uh, do you have anything else for Sunday? Sunday night. Mulaney. Ugh, I've heard it's horrible. I've heard it's horrible too, and I watched it. And here's the it's thing. horrible. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it's. It wasn't a great first episode um but also the fact that like the day before i watched his john mulaney's stand-up special from 2012 new in town and there's a lot of bits in the show that are just straight up lifted from that special right so and they were still either funny or you know not quite as funny definitely not as funny but there were enough things. Uh, Martin Short is great in the show. I just want to say that right now. Martin Short is very good in the show. Um, okay. It's also, I think, a big hurdle for a lot of people is, and it's shitty to say. It's so comedy snob to say. I think a lot of the hurdle for a lot of people on the show is the fact that it's multicam. Really? I really do. I really, really do. When's the last multicam sitcom you watched and enjoyed? I, I don't remember. But, exactly. But still, I feel like, I guess also for it being Fox, because every, like, you think Fox multicam, you immediately think, like, dads. Yeah, and you it think, has like, a stigma attached to it. Yeah, I, I, interesting. I thought you were going to go the Seinfeld route, because every time I see anything, it's like, yeah, this show's trying to be Seinfeld, not. Well, right. There's also that aspect, too, where it does have a very Seinfeld vibe to it, but I think that's not like in either it's harder. It feels like there's more going on is what I'm trying to say. I'm I, there were definitely some moments that I laughed. There were definitely some moments where I rolled my eyes. I enjoy what you can because it's, it's premier ratings were absolutely terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch however many episodes they do of an a guest show of it because i think there is more to it um i the most interesting thing for me is i want to see what the show is after he runs out of material he mined from his own stand-up specials right um but there was definitely enough good stuff in it to to give it a chance I don't know. I think it's 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 and this might just be me being the pendulum swinging the other way. Right. Um but I want to see what it it can turn into before it gets the axe eventually. Okay. Uh yeah, I I was interested and then I saw the reviews and I'm not a guy that goes into reviews but for that one to be massacred so much that was a giant red flag to me cuz that was something that a lot of people were really excited about and were pissed that it got passed up a couple times beforehand by NBC, and it's still produced by NBC or uh, Universal Studios. Yeah, I, I, do me a favor, <clears throat> twenty-two minutes, seek it out, and I feel like a lot of the criticism was very much surface level. A lot okay. of it was very skin deep. Um, 
And I think that the people working on that show know how to make something, know how to tap into potential. Because there's a lot, you see a lot of what it can be. And, you know, a lot of times shows do show that and never reach that. I think this can, if it gets there. Okay. Uh, I will I will give it a try. Um, or it just absolutely sucks. <laughs> Isn't that everything, though? Uh, well, you know, we could have just said that at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> oh, we're talking about some things. Some of them might be good. Some of them might suck. And have a good one. we'll catch you later. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Uh, anything else, man? Um, well, for me, ones that you missed that, of course, you're not going to watch. Uh, Longer SVU is back. Um, I will forever be a trumpeter of that show because um, I yeah, think I tell the people it's about you. this small indie fuse TV drama called Law and Order SVU. Dude, fuck that Ice Cube is Ice Cube. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> Ice T still a bomb. Um, no, because as like guilty pleasure as that show will for always be to me. Like the past couple seasons have been really good in that they're kind of been trying to tell a continual story for once. Mm-hmm. Um, like last season, the whole thing with Detective Benson getting um, kidnapped and tortured and having to do go through the trial and this like criminal mastermind dealing with like you know like trying to like ruin her career. Uh, now this year she has a baby, um, which you know, like it sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but but the show's um, ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but the the acting has never been better on that show. Um, the people that they have that you don't are familiar with because they're not Chris Maloney, um, they've been great additions to the show over the past few years. Um, so I'm really it's been a good season so far, uh, especially the last episode when they tackled Donald Sterling, Jameis Winston, and Jay Z and Beyonce in one episode. Jesus Christ! It was impressive. It really was. Also, it's great to hear Stacy Keach try to pretend like he's not actually racist in real life, probably. <laughs> um, so that's been really good. Uh, I want to get Tope on for the most self-indulgent Shark Tank podcast ever. Um, I got really I, into that I, show I, for a night. Who, you did? I, I know, got, and you said yeah. you hated it, didn't you? What? Didn't you hate it? No, 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 no. I got, no, it was like, I don't know why, but they showed... Well, I know why they show reruns on like CNBC or whatever, but I don't know why yeah. I was watching CNBC. And yeah, just like it was just all night, like a fucking marathon of just Shark Tank episodes, and I watched them all. Yeah, it's it's the best reality television show on TV. If you're gonna watch t- like reality TV, it's the show to watch. It's super entertaining. It's so great. Um, I want to get Topa in here to talk, like have like a like a Shark Tank recap show, like of all time. Yeah, you guys um, also that could have be a poker podcast too. We do, we do. Well, we missed the boat on that this year for this year's um, um, World Series of Poker. Oh, the November 9's coming up, actually. we I don't know any of the people that are a part of it. Oh, my God, I think I'm going to be in Vegas when the November 9 happens. Uh-oh. I, can I just, like, jump in? Well, obviously, I'm not one of them. But, um, uh, but yeah, Shark Tank is great. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. Oh, we can't talk about that show on here. Um <laughs> I'm trying to remember what But that else. show hasn't been good this season, right? Because I haven't been watching it. Uh, no, not really. Okay, it's good. been it's been kind of crappy. Um, actually, let me just go turn on my DVR real quick to make sure I'm not missing anything. Give me one <laughs> second. 
Yeah, everything else I was thinking of was what my wife watches. Because my wife still watches Shield for some reason, um, and she watches Once Upon a Time for reasons that I'll never understand. Well, apparently, um, Agents of Shield actually got like interesting towards the end of the first season. Well, because have you seen the most recent Captain America? Nope. Okay, because it ties into that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, just because I recorded it, because there are two things that I, I used to like and like I'm interested and I saw bits and pieces when I was at dinner when I was airing. Did you watch the Family Guy Simpsons episode? Uh, Robert and I were actually at a bar when that was on. I was, yeah, I was, I was at dinner and I was, it was on the bar. So I was like, I wasn't able to listen to it, yeah, but I was like yeah. watching it happen and it piqued my interest. So I haven't recorded. I'm probably going to watch it when I go eat dinner. In a oh, those things you got to watch. It's like, it's like, you know, we all got to watch it from, from what I heard. Like initially everyone's reaction was like, well, that's going to suck. Apparently like it was pretty good and that yeah. they did a, they did a decent job. It was, well, I think what people were was, uh, it was like the best Simpson episode, probably the past 10 years, but it was the family guy episode. Okay. So, um, so uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll watch it just to you know relive stuff that used to be good. But um, no, I think that I think that's it TV wise for for me. All right. Well, uh, just to, to, um, to uh, end where we started, uh, some new Facebook trends. Uh, uh, law, uh, lawsuit uh, seeks two billion dollars in future revenue from Quaker Oats for using Aunt Jemima's images and recipes. I saw that. <clears throat> Uh, and a judge rules, uh, and for Ferguson, Missouri, that police cannot use the five second rule, which was implemented to keep protesters moving. Hey, here's a fucking hot tip. Don't name like police policy after what kids use to justify eating food off the fucking ground. Huh? Yeah, agreed. Um, uh, other things that are way too depressing to talk about. Like we talked about the seventh heaven guy also, Um, what was the other one I just saw? There's a new respiratory illness in Florida, Jersey, Carolina, yep. Pennsylvania. Not gonna talk hey, about that. the Utah Jazz signed a five-year-old kid with leukemia. Good yeah, for I them. Saw that last night, Alexander Ovechkin went on a sushi date with a ten-year-old fan. This is horrible. The Jazz are so bad that kid might start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we'll get there soon. Oh yeah, an NBA 2K15 might be came out than today. Dante Exum. It's true. Fuck, I need to go pick up 2K15. Yeah, I don't know what the next new video game I'm gonna buy is, except for the the other one. Because I'm probably I don't really like. Oh, here's what. Neither do I. Here's what I've been playing is this is three years too late. I've been playing L.A. Noir. Oh yeah, I've heard it's great. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I say that like it just came out, but yeah, that game was supposed yeah, to came be out really very good. In 2011, I just opened it up. Dude, I know, I know, I fucking made you buy it. Have you played the Walking Dead game yet? No, not yet. That's next. Oh my god, fucking. Please, as soon as you're done with L.A. Noir, play The Walking Dead game, the first season. I'm, I haven't been keeping up on the second season. I played the first two episodes. I don't know how far it is, but the yeah. first, it's like the greatest game ever. You have to play it. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently Destiny's the greatest game ever, and it's just another game that I'll never fucking know anything about. Yep, because I'm not, yeah, because it doesn't interest me, and I'm not good at those games. I'm not a gamer, so. man. No, um, I just give me my NBA, give me my other game. So I'm not good at L.A. Noir, and that's just telling the people are lying or telling the truth. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, just sports games and fighting games. That's all I need, and I'm ha- I'm a happy camper. Yeah. So so no video game podcast on this, uh, unfortunately, for you people that are that are waiting, and uh, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, we have friends who are. All right. So if we were, if there's something that like culturally is is yeah. huge, then of course we'll we'll touch on it. Exactly. But, um, 
Um, yeah, I think that'll do us. Um, yeah, that'll that'll be it for this marathon catch up episode of the what? blank slate. What? Oh man, this what is weird? Uh, just another trend. Um, uh, oh wait, where'd it go? There it is. Seattle City Council votes to change Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, good luck with that. That won't piss anybody off. Um, uh, oh, God, another UF thing, too? Uh, if, you, if you don't know, we're alumni of the University of Florida, and, of course, the kind of decent quarterback on our football team was just arrested for sexual assault, or accused of sexual assault. And suspended definitely. Now the other quarterback and the lineman uh, were having a fight over a pair of cleats. Yeah. Yep. Good lord. Football met, should end. I've met. <laughs> you know Tony Cole was right. Just uh, everyone out of the pool. Yeah. Um, I've met the man. I didn't like him, so I feel fine saying this. Will Muschamp's a cunt. <laughs> it's a total cunt. I don't. I don't give a fuck who you are. You come inside to get your money, you asshole. Sit through the drive-through in your expensive ass car. You get the fuck inside. <laughs> and he's a cunt because he's an awful football coach. Um, yeah, he sucks for that though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening to the blank slate. We encourage you as always to check us out. Our feed site is podswoggle.com, where this podcast is part of the Podswoggle Network. Featuring Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, and Married with Movies, a married podcast with movies. Blank Slate is, of course, available on iTunes. Leave us a review and five stars. It helps the algorithm out there. Gets uh, more eyes on us so these episodes become bigger, better, faster, stronger. That turned into a Kanye West song for no reason. Um, also, Stitcher Radio, we're available there. You can also leave us some feedback on our Gmail, which is theblankslatepod at gmail.com. Blank slate podcast at gmail.com. Blank slate pod at, on Twitter. I got it right last time. Damn it. Um, yeah, the blank slate pod on Twitter. Blank slate podcast at gmail.com. Give us re, uh, your thoughts and uh, reviews of the show. Or if you just want to chime in, we'll talk about it on here because we are a blank slate. We're open to any conversation whatsoever. And I and think if we that's aren't, it. we'll get people that are. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we're going to have hopefully have some uh, hot, fresh faces on this show once um once that works out i don't know who's hot or fresh of our friends but <laughs> so for rich this is mullet signing out for the blank slate uh podcast podcast with entertainment is that right it doesn't fucking matter you can go ahead and delete this now we'll catch us later so i'm in miami all right hold on <laughs>